I, we know how we do. We start the show the way that we always do. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. What's going on? What's good with you, Chop Nation? Chop Nation, it's your girl, Toya G. I'm with y'all on a Thursday night. Get used to it because this is when we cover to y'all from now on. Make sure you don't get it twisted. You're looking for us on Mondays. You might not catch it with these Thursdays. It's where it's right, at. right, right. Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> a little bit. Speaking of, when y'all introduce yourself, I'm early some water, my little cheese cup. I still have hope. Uh, don't hate on me. But I'm here with my partners. Uh, who am I? Who am I hanging out with tonight? Hey. It's the political plug, man. Y'all, y'all, now, nowadays, these are the days where y'all need me. We're gonna talk. Let's get yeah. Hey, Megan, this is also streaming on YouTube. It's your boy George Lee, aka Consciously. Don't forget the lead. You can find me at theconsciously.com if you want to book me, if you want to learn about the curriculum development that I'll be doing, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, enroll into my online course, or if you want to ask me a random ass question, theconsciously.com is where you do that. You know, my motto is education is elevation. Hey, shout, shout out to John Moss, lol, literally the first big black. A TikToker that really made it where I was able to get into TikTok and make it a home. Hey, John, on some real shit, bro. When you reached out to me in 2019, when I had goddamn 7,000 followers, how many followers I had, bro, seeing that blue check and you communicating with me, it literally went a far way. And I just want to acknowledge, bro, how what you did with me, how, how it impacted, fam. So definitely want to make sure. Shout out to you, black man. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to him. Toya's back. Was good. Well, since I'm back, um, I don't want to get in the way of this conversation. We got to talk Ukraine. We got to talk Russia. We got to talk the United States and the triangulations therein. But before we do that, we got to plug what's happening this weekend because Saturday is a big day. You know, it's a big day. It's a big day. Um, I am pleased to announce, to reannounce, to officially declare Saturday um, a big, big day for the Chop Up Show. We are officially going to be a part of the uh, NAACP Live experience on Hollywood and Highland in Hollywood, California, right? We going up to LA yeah. real quick. I'm in OC. Uh, uh, Damo is up in North Hollywood. I invited my country ass to the West Coast. Consciously is coming to California, y'all, and we are doing a live show. As a matter of fact, we're doing our Black History Month Awards mm-hmm. at the NAACP 53rd Annual Image right? Awards. Yeah. An award show at an award show. We're doing the awards at the awards. And at what's going to make the practice? That is our third annual, too. This is our third, our third annual Black History Month Awards. Absolutely. And so yeah. what we need from y'all is to, to make sure y'all tap in. When y'all see the notifications go up, when y'all see that the, the Shop Up show is live, Consciously is live on Saturday. This Saturday. It's 4 o'clock Pacific. Okay? It's 4 yeah. o'clock Pacific time. So do your time zone math. If you're in Central, that's 6 p.m. If you over there on the East Coast, that's 7 p.m. We're going live on YouTube. We're going live on Facebook. And we want y'all in here when we do our third annual Black History Month Awards yes. at the 53rd annual NAACP, NAACP Image Awards. Awards. Live experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, please, help me let them know how crazy hey, this is. Hey, I just know yeah. that all of us grew up watching BET. And I think that all of us grew up hearing about the NAACP in some capacity. 
I think that most people that's watching us on social media, shit, we did this organically. You feel me? And none of us got no people in the industry. We ain't got no family members or people in our neighborhood that's tied to the NAACP or nothing like that. So we hope that this is inspirational for everybody watching this because it shows shit, you can get it out the mud. Ten toes down, stay stay consistent. You feel me? If you can accept that. Yeah, I want to say this like you can accept. There's gonna be some hard shit for some people to accept, but if you can accept. Your biggest supporter is going to be a stranger and your biggest hater probably going to be somebody you know and love. You can accept yeah. that as just a truism and not take it personal. You're going to be able to do some shit in here. But if you can't take that as it's a true and you take it personal, you're going to have some hard times, though, man. But just stay down till you come up. Shout out to the NAACP. Shout out to BET. Shout out to everybody in Cali, man. Especially in yeah. LA. So if you're going to be a part of the NAACP live experience, make sure y'all tap in with us. If you ain't going to be there, at least tune in to the Consciously on Facebook and YouTube or the Chop Up Show on Facebook and YouTube, and you will be able to take part in that live experience. We're you know, we, we trying to get all the guests that we can. We try, they're talking about getting to some of the nominees to get interviewed in between us doing these awards. Shout out to my cousin. Yeah, you know I mean, it's some conversation that we're trying to have with people that's there. So, uh, I mean, a lot of black businesses, you know what I'm saying, are going to be presented and supported and put on. So, Make sure y'all tap in, man. This is this the, the chop up making moves, and we want the chop nation to be a part of them moves. Y'all witness it because we don't we want y'all coming back. back. We coming through once the back door. We, once we doing the major deals, we don't want y'all coming back talking about yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Stick, stick with us now. Stick but I'm gonna say too, this is why I love our setup with Streamyard, and I love the chat because we can see who's been riding with us. So when y'all pop up on us later, like, hey, we've been. I mean, I'm gonna be like, yes, absolutely. The and I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say no names, but y'all know who y'all are who've been riding. Who been holding us down? We definitely appreciate it. I will say this name because we definitely get a blessing. Um, I got a blessing this evening from Noel. Shout out to you for dropping us um <clears throat> a little gift to show um and push us toward the goals and the missions that we have. You know, we we we're gonna be able to take some pictures, do a little photo shoot when Leah's out here. We're gonna be able to network and have some big conversations and so stuff like that really just helps yeah, us shout out to you, Noel. out. So shout out to Noel for sure. And shout out to everybody sure. else saying congratulations, showing love, saying we deserve it, saying we work for it, everything. We we, we see all of that. Last comment I want to acknowledge is AJ. AJ, hit us up on um, our Instagram for right now uh, at the Chop Up Show on IG. Share any information you have for us there or uh, the Chop Up email at gmail.com. The Chop Up email at gmail.com or just send it to our Instagram, uh, the Chop Up Show at the Chop Up Show on IG. And we can talk about whatever it is that you got yeah. on the table. If it look good and feel good, we got it. Definitely going to stay humble, Patty. Appreciate that too, man. Definitely appreciate yeah. that. But definitely make sure we stay humble. Yeah, Don't forget what we come from at all. Yeah. Don't never start yeah. drinking your own Kool-Aid or tune your own damn horn too much. It's scary, know, man. You feel me? I don't know how to do it. But uh, with that being said, <laughs> thank you. Live. What happened, what happened in the spaces today, bro? We live. And what we know is that in 2022, we can be as progressive as we want to be, but it's still a lot of boys that's lost in the sauce of pale supremacy. You read between the lines when I say pale supremacy. Peep game. There is no such thing as a gay agenda. What this means is that you can identify all the ways you want to or how mainstream media has monetized different different trends that's now acceptable in terms of being a part of the LGBT community. But this is what we know. We cannot conflate presence. We cannot conflate presence. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what happened in the Twitter space. We know no, a lot. We can't say that one more time because you cut out of my end. We can't conflate yeah. presence. We cannot conflate the presence of something with mm-hmm. pushing something. 
Yeah. We cannot acknowledge the presence of the LGBT community within the media and entertainment and equate that to that must mean they're being pushed. What we recognize, mm-hmm. historically speaking, is that during the Renaissance period, the Black Renaissance, was the first time that Black culture became a part of the mainstream. You see what I'm saying? We can acknowledge that Black people are present in the law, present in TV, present in music. Are we being pushed? No, we're not being pushed. So when you say the gay agenda is being pushed, to me, it's just, yeah, it recognizes, to me, it glosses over that it's really a straight agenda. It's really a straight agenda. It's it's literally institutions. A straight agenda? Organizations. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doubling oh, yeah. down on this. It's a straight agenda. The world yeah. is structured by heteronormativity that is a straight agenda. This means that there are people that are not straight that are pushed into closets. That is a literal manifestation of it being a straight agenda. Literally, yeah. if you go to go want to get married, if you want to get alone, those those systems are structured to care about you if you are straight. This means it's a straight agenda. But today, though, y'all, if you're tuning in right now, we're going to be actually not getting into this. I'm going to say this for a dish dialogue. We're yeah. going to get into this Ukraine, Russia beef. That's where you got it. Well, no, we're going to get into this Ukraine, Ukraine, Russia beef, but I want to make something clear. If you're not following consciously on everything right now, yeah. Then you play yourself because this conversation is something that's been developing all day. So the consciously on Twitter and mm-hmm. Twitter spaces is where you're gonna find these types of like it's just literally everywhere. You got this dialogue, you got the chop up, you got Twitter spaces that we all about to be up in a little bit more often here because Lee had a great conversation today. I should go check out his timeline and go see what we're talking about. But I just yeah. we I just want to make sure people know that you need to be following everything. You need to be following consciously, Toya G, the political plug, the chop up show. Every platform, the top of show on Twitter, chop up show pod. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all connected and know what's good. We happy y'all in here. Definitely happy to see y'all. Um, but George is blowing it up today on Twitter, and I got a chance to sit in there and listen to the last to the last to Roll some niggas tonight. The straight agenda is systemic. The straight agenda is systemic. That that Florida bill that got passed where you can't say gay in the classroom, that is an instance of systemic straight agenda. This Texas bill, this bill that got passed in Texas, they say that if you are a loving parent of a transgender child and you are and you are affirming your kid's identity, you are a bad parent and child abuse, that's a straight mm-hmm. agenda. Those two things are literal straight agenda. In real time. Dialogue. I ain't got to go back in time. I ain't got to go history. This shit just passed yesterday. Yeah. Well, all right. Look, and so what y'all getting right now is really just the uh, the, the the after effect of a nigga getting cooked uh, on in the Twitter spaces. Uh, <laughs> consciously, uh, he uh, invaded somebody's uh, Twitter space. Some dude Twitter space that was going on. Hey, we ain't giving no class. We ain't well, give no him some class. education elevation. I recognize though. Bro is trying. What it is is he's been indoctrinated and he lost in the sauce of indoctrination. I made a video mm-hmm. today. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't knock people when they've been miseducated. I knock you when you are invested in the way you've been miseducated. Exactly. When you're not willing to say I don't know enough about the topic or a subject, so let me be quiet. I can't trust you. Can't you trust know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, so what you, you said his name was Black Blackshin. Right. His name was Blackshin from Houston, Texas. Yeah. You feel me? Shout out to everybody in Houston, Texas. You from the east side of Houston. Shout out to everybody in the east. I got some family over there in the South Park, Hersheywood, da, 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 da. But it's important that we had these conversations because I know that people like Toya loved. I wouldn't, I wouldn't as greasy as oh boy, I ain't gonna cap. I ain't even gonna even be facetious at all. But I had some uh homophobic, transphobic hiccups coming yeah. up. 31 now. I ain't 18 no more. Mm-hmm. She never was 18, 19. Toya mm-hmm. loved on me. 
in many different instances and made it where I wasn't thrown to the wolves or I wasn't counseled or I wasn't labeled as exposable and disposable. She recognized I had a love and passion for people and that I had been indoctrinated. Yeah. I'm learning. So I'm learning. You know so I'm saying? trying to be somebody's toy. Basically, I'm trying right. to be somebody's toy. Like I'm trying to hey, sometimes and sometimes it calls for tough love. Um, sometimes it calls for tough love. I'm in the chat right now. Should we as black folks care about the Ukraine thing? We're gonna talk about that. Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk should. about that. Hey, in the words of Huey P. Newton, think globally and act locally. In the words of Huey P. Newton, act globally. I mean, think globally and act locally. And I think that's important. I'm sorry, Damo. You know, I'm a yeah. I mean, yeah, nah, nah, nah. But we're gonna talk about it though, because I, I want to, I want to get y'all perspective on my opinion, because I, I do come off as negative sometimes, and I have a very hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, before we start the show, mm-hmm. go on yeah. the intro, and then let's jump into. That's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah it, ain't, it ain't even I mean, no point. I'm gonna play the intro. So play the intro real quicky, quick. Let's go ahead and get into this Snapchat, man, because it's going to be a short, because we, we are coming to y'all Thursday. George going to be coming out here with us tomorrow, so we're going to keep it short. Coming today. to y'all on Saturday, so it's Thursday. We're going to just keep it a little quick show tonight. A lot of people have been having dialogue and a lot of questions about this Ukraine-Russia uh, thing. Um, is it a is it a is it a redo of the powder keg that we gonna we learned about in school, about how, you know what I'm saying, that one world war started type shit? Is, is mm-hmm. it going to be equivalent to that? You know what I'm saying? It's starting to feel like that way. I think political plug, though, going to be able to, you know what I'm saying? So, shit. I'm, I mean, I'm well, yeah, well, just to get the dialogue started, just to get the dialogue started, for those that don't know, uh, I don't know if you could not have heard, uh, but Russia invaded Ukraine this morning. And when we mean by invade, we talking old school troops on the ground, missiles in the air, you know what I'm saying? Uh, infantry fighting, you feel me? Uh, Chernobyl. From all sides, from all directions. Like I seen the map of Ukraine lit up with the hot spots of where they are, and it just it's red dots just all around right. the border of the country where right. they came in from all directions. Right. Now, what needs to be understood is that as much as we want to, as much as the media or, or right wing media will try to portray it as this thing, like this spontaneous thing that just happened, or it's just now coming into view, Russia has been posturing um uh, uh to actually take Ukraine for like for quite a while now. And we're gonna discuss the fact that Russia don't even think that Ukraine should exist. We'll talk, we'll talk about why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back um, earlier this week. Right. That's wild. Um, but let's let's be clear, Russia has already annexed a part of Crimea a few years ago, mm-hmm. or a part of a part of Russia a few years ago with Crimea. That mm-hmm. at that time that was uh, uh what's that, Crimea, that was bro? A, I don't know what that is. What that is, what's Crimea? What is that? Uh, it was it was a part of it was a city in Ukraine, and pretty much Russia took. But annex means like when you yeah. come up and just take. A I know what annex means. So you saying they took yeah. the city, bro? Yeah, they already did that. The same way as we got Hawaii that. and Alaska is what they, they did. did that wow. Yeah, that was a few years ago, though, bro. Like that's like this is this that's recent history, right? So we yeah. know that. Russia has had this relationship with Ukraine from the get go, like for a while. This is this go back, and we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the fact that it go back. But this morning, it reached levels that people ain't wanted to reach, right? Because now people got to start posturing. You feel me? Now you got uh, the UN got to make statements, but Russia's on the Security Council. The fuck is so? What is that gonna do, right? Uh, Ukraine isn't a NATO country, so the that United has. States. So the United States does not have any direct ties to or, or uh, commitments to provide no, any type of uh, 
any type of uh, uh, military relief, even though they have been providing funds and weapons, that type of thing. So we see a proxy war developing. Um, but what's happening is something that's been building up. And really, there are some things on both sides with both the United States, NATO and Russia, as well as what's going on within Ukraine that has mm-hmm. kind of led to this point. Right. So I first want to start off with what like, in terms of what y'all seen when it popped off. What when? Like, how did y'all hear about it? Like for me, it was appreciate the city. No, appreciate that. Like, appreciate that. Yeah, interpretation. It was an area. You know what I'm saying? But how did uh, our first response was our first response to what? Yeah, yeah. What was y'all? What was y'all initial? Uh, uh, initial. Like, how did y'all get it? Like, for my wife, for me, I mean, you know what I'm saying she like, did you know Russia? You? I mean, I just woke up, so she was like, did you know Russia? Uh, invaded Ukraine. I just woke up. <laughs> like so <laughs> nah let me let me look into it you know what i'm saying so that's how i got it how did y'all get it th- how did y'all get it this morning no nah, i just i got the news in a in a nba uh nba a, a cnn ticker that dropped down on the top of my phone and i think i was doing something or whatever and so i looked down and seen whatever you know short headline i was just like these niggas really did it like i think that was my my response in my head is like we knew that it was you know a very tentative and very touchy situation we knew the things on the brink, but it always hits different when it happens. And it was before the images and the pictures showed up. So I'm just like, you know, I'm seeing this news, news, this very vanilla headline. And all I'm thinking is, man, ain't no telling the turmoil that's going on. You know what I'm saying? The headline is at least an hour, two hours after the actual action. So shebang for bang is already going like people is already, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, it's already rough. It's already bad. It's already casualties. It's already civilian deaths. It's already recklessness. And then of course, soon after that, we started getting the images uh, of the the bombs and the backgrounds and the sound and the audio and then it, the, the the feed the, the feeds we got started to escalate and so heavier and heavier over time. But my first response was just like they really did it. This shit is about to go. Man, my first response, I I purpose it. I think that I was on like some pessimistic, selfish nigga shit. Being real with you, you feel me? When I first heard about it, I thought about it like, God damn, how's all of y'all have this much energy for the humanity of Ukrainian people? But we ha- we drop drones on people every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. not saying that Ukrainian people doesn't matter, but in my mind, I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, how do y'all pick and choose whose lives matter in terms of reconciliation and shit? You feel me? The people in Palestine been getting bombed for goddamn free Palestine. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm thinking about it like, hold on now. Do we remember ass- what happened with Syria? Bro, this I'm being real with you, bro. That's how my first <laughs> thoughts was like, damn. So when niggas is asking for reparations and we asking for all type of different social services to be able to that requires research and finance to do something for us, y'all start acting like some penny pinching ass fiscal hustlers. I don't yeah. know, niggas. That's gonna cost too much. Niggas, who gonna pay for the taxes? Man, we're gonna send billions or millions of dollars over there. Ain't nobody asking about who paying for it. Ain't nobody talking about the fiscal dollars. I'm thinking, like, damn, boy, this is a European double speak is real right here, man. Yeah. We bombing a whole bunch of people in that horn of Africa right now. And, and I see the red media, like, oh my god, those niggas in the horn of Africa, you don't care about them. I seen a tweet right before we got on that said this 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 woman was like watching the empathy that is had for. That the and the deserved empathy, I think she said, that is being had for the Ukrainian people is surreal because I remember none of Ukraine, the people of Ukraine, because Mm -hmm. I remember none of this in relationship to to the Iraqi people, my Iraqi people when they were being bombed. You know what I'm saying? And so she was like to see to see the conversations on the timeline, and it took me back to more more, my context for a a lot of terrorism and the ways that we kind of project and group and scoop whole groups of people was with. 
uh, Afghanistan, right? And 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the, the lack of compassion that was had, like just the lack of the ability to parse out the bad people for, from the, the just the people. Like none of that compassion was there before. So that really is, is, is it's a weird disconnect. The bigger choose with humanity matter to me. So it's just like, yeah. hey, listen, the Ukrainians matter. But it shows me that you have selective moral outrage when it comes to people being casualties of imperialism. When you think that the Horn of Africa, people in Somalia or Sudan or goddamn, you feel me? Uh, uh, I can't even think of some other African countries right now that's getting bombed on a daily basis. It's like, where was this at? But yeah. listen, if you're from Ukraine and you're listening, I'm not. What you're going through, it matters. I, my heart go out to you. I follow people that literally live in Ukraine right now. Mm-hmm. I follow this young woman today on TikTok. We, we literally TikTok friends. And she is crying about how her mother is Russian-Ukrainian and she's on the Russian side and she's literally thinking about she's pregnant, first of all. She's pregnant. She literally, she's about to be having a baby type shit. I'm, I'm going to share the video to my page tomorrow. And she's talking about how she recognizes that when America puts sanctions on Russia, she's had to send all the money she can to her mother because her mother depends on her financially to be able to survive. So we're recognizing that real lives are being impacted by this. But I think it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like Toya said, we can walk and choose them at the same time. I can acknowledge that humanity and the general welfare of Ukrainian people and how we should care about that. But I also can acknowledge the lack and how we don't have the same energy when it comes to people in the Middle East or people in Africa or people in South America. Like, you don't mm-hmm. care about them. You don't look the same. Well, and, and, and that's why I think I think that's a great place to move into, um, like, the way that this news gets disseminated and the conversations that we get caught up into and how we ignore the role imperialism plays in, like, whose side to take type shit or who's in the right, who's in the wrong. Because the one thing we got to do, and George put the video out about this on his YouTube, on, on his TikTok page, is that Facebook page. We have Facebook to, page. It was on your Facebook. Facebook page. The one we talked about earlier? Yeah. The, before yeah. the show? Okay, so yeah. George put on his Facebook page where he was talking about, there's a distinction between, it, and Toya pointed it out too, the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian government. Mm-hmm. Like, the decisions that lead to this type of shit, like happening, them getting invaded, the people ain't making them decisions. Right, because a part of what a part of what needs to be understood is that the a, a large part of the reason why Putin got is, is is really pressed on Ukraine right now is because Ukraine has been openly court and being a part of NATO, which is something he does not fuck with, right? Mm-hmm. And when we talk about beef between NATO and and uh, and, and 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 Russia, Russia, we we talking about imperialism. We talking about mm-hmm. imperialist powers, right? The people of Ukraine. Are literally pawns in a larger conversation, and that's why I'm I'm sorry I got to give it to y'all like this. But at the end of the day, we are spectators in literally in 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 the global chessboard. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and what happened to us? Thank you. What happened to us as regular people is just the it's just the the side effect. That shit is gonna happen. It's just gonna be casualties, right? And and one thing we learned about in debate is this term called utilitarianism. Yeah, and it's 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 looking at deaths and and these things from the perspective of a percentage because if you look at a bunch of people dying and say well uh, uh, only one percent of who was in the area died right but okay one percent that's not bad but that one percent could be ten thousand people yeah ten thousand people died right but the way that we just to speak to what y'all talking about we learned with them covid numbers okay percentages don't be don't be misled a little number is a lot of people a little number is a lot of fucking people so when we talk about, uh, I mean, and, and it's hard to under, it's, it's hard to rely on like numbers that come out of these areas because again, media is so 
rife with propaganda and people trying to manipulate conversations, especially like from, from the higher places up. So Nick, we up there, you got, you know, black people going full red dawn. If y'all ain't heard, if y'all ain't seen red dawn, Wolverines, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the Russia invaded the United States. We go, I mean, because the idea you, you get infiltrated with the propaganda of, Oh, they harming these innocent people. You feel me? Not Ukraine is trying to get in bed with the United States and motherfucking Putin is not having that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really what's happening. Yep, that's really the bad and, 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 and so when we're talking about it, we like, yeah, we thinking about the people. But this is just, again, the global cabal moving in ways that's like, nah, this is this, this, my, little, this my little piece. Y'all not taking my little piece. I'm not about to let y'all have it. And we're going to see how far y'all going to go. I know how far, how far I'm going to go to keep it. How far y'all going to go to take it from me, though? Yeah, because, I mean, I definitely, I think on either way is give an inch, take them out. You know what I'm saying? If you give Russia an inch, if you assume, if you let them assume that they are able to dictate and determine what uh, NATO, what whole governing organizations, what the United States role is, you know, if you let them dictate that and push that around, then all of a sudden the hegemonic power and imbalance becomes worse for the United States. But the same thing can be said for Russia. Give an inch, they take them out. I'm a, like you said, what you going to do to come get it? I'm not giving you nothing. Not a piece of land, not a square mile, not a come, come take it. And you know, we heard, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Putin earlier this month very quickly identified that wasn't the Leninist and Stalinist kind of eras that allowed for the current separations or kind of the, sep- yeah, the separations that exist with the pieces of land that are in Ukraine to be taken away from Russia in the first place. Like, he was like, listen, like the, the real context of, of, of what history should say and the way the geography should play out, I ain't got shit to do with what they decided, but we want our we, we keeping our stuff. That's ours. It been ours. Those politics don't necessarily influence it. So you're gonna have to come and take back what we are declaring is ours. And I think that is a very clear example both ways of how you know giving an inch and taking a mile is not an option for either side of the people on the on this conflict or in this conflict. So I think uh, um my my computer is having issues. I wanted to play a TikTok video of this young of this young lady breaking down the uh Putin and or, or the, the Ukraine and Russia conflict in terms of it being a toxic relationship. And and I and, and let me explain it. The way that the way that it's been broken down is that uh Ukraine left a toxic relationship that it had with Russia, right? Left them alone. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it no more. Independence, right? Russia is that toxic, Russia is that toxic ex that's like, no. <laughs> I mean, if you ain't you not leaving me, nah. If you hey, you can't leave because I say you can leave. You say right, you say no, but I say it's overhead ass, right? And, and Ukraine is like, no, I'm done with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm moving on with my life. I'm trying to be my own democracy. Doing my not even no, but also I've moved on. I've changed. I, you literally blocking my ability to do shit like establish my own credit, open my own bank accounts, whatever, whatever. A lot of what your actions are doing are what are denying me my inalienable rights as a mature, experienced, functioning democracy at this point. I don't want no parts. So it's crazy. That analogy is very apt for this. Now, while that analogy works, right, and, it's, and people, it, it helps people kind of understand it, it's a few layers to that that we need to add to it for, for it to be an understanding, right? There's always been, this was a toxic relationship from the jump. When, when, uh, when Vladimir Putin says that Ukraine technically shouldn't, ex- shouldn't exist, right? He's speaking to the fact that back in the 1700s, there was a Russian empire and Ukraine was once a part of that empire. 
He's talking about a time where Russia, as a military, in an ancient time or, mm-hmm. or medieval time, I guess, um, where because yeah, it wouldn't be considered ancient, but a time where uh, you know we, we literally had standing armies just taking places up and saying we control this, right? There, there are always groups of people that live in these places, but it's the major hegemony that gets to write their history, right? And Ukraine and has people always... People hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said a word that I know I didn't know when I before I got into the debate. So listen, y'all, this is how I understand this word hegemony. It's really a political word for gangster thug shit. Get down and lay down. American hegemony means that in the international realms, America going to be that gangster-ass motherfucker that you could not stand in your neighborhood that literally do not play by the rules. They get to say what they want to say to you when they want to say it, and when you respond to them, your ass better walk on eggshells. That's where American hegemony right. is. I want to make sure we understand that American hegemony is about the power, leadership. the force. Yes. It's about global leadership and about how the rest of the nation states concede to your leadership, i.e., I'm the biggest gangster on the street, and it's all about how these other little motherfuckers respond to me. If they don't respect my gangster, I got to prove to them and make an example out of them of why they should respect yeah. my gangster. And that's really international relations. It really shows you how they play games with black folks. These white folks is really, that's like, European nation states. That's what I'm gonna say. I want right. to European, like, yeah. European nation states literally are masterful of what they try to say on a micro level in terms of gangster shit. When you talk about blood mm-hmm. the crypt is crazy, Ukraine or Russia, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and, but you know what? But, but we're gonna take we're gonna take it even a step further, right? So one, Putin doesn't believe that Ukraine should exist based on the Russian Empire that took over Ukraine way, you know, what I'm saying back in the 1700s. Okay, second. If we go with this toxic relationship analogy, right? If we being real, okay. Russia, Ukraine, Ukraine was dating a gangbanger, mm-hmm. a blood, okay. That she was dating a Ukraine was dating a blood. It was it was hella bad. It was it was a terrible relationship. They get their freedom. They get their independence. They trying to leave them alone. That blood is like, no, I'm not gonna let you leave you alone. In the midst of that happening, in the midst of her telling of Ukraine, let me let me stop. Feminize it, but in the midst of Ukraine uh-huh. telling this blood gangster that they are in a relationship with, no, right? They're trying to holler out a crip. Yeah, <laughs> the United States. The nerve. The nerve. This is Go where. This, this is where you're trying to mess with the op. You trying? You trying? Yeah. Oh, you trying to rock with the option now? Oh, I'm going. I'm spending right. a lot, man. I know where your mama stay at. I know. <laughs> where you, hold on. Remember, you, you ain't like me. Yeah, spending the block. But yeah. but th- but that's the problem. Ukraine going from one toxic relationship, this gang banging blood, to another toxic relationship, this gang banging crit. <laughs> so so really, the blood is really taking it to nut to, to next levels right. because the crit moving in and they crib. Yeah, you on you on the block that I'm on, bro. You in the area that I'm at. And if you take it to the if you take it a, a, another step further, there are already a lot of ex. You are uh, uh, Russian states that are already NATO allies yeah. that are tied up with NATO already. This is like hey, and to recognize when you're saying NATO too, this is like the literally I'm not going to L.A. We recognize that it's a whole bunch of different sets of like bloods and crips. And we know that it's because you are part of this blood set. Don't mean you rock with all blood. It's because you're a crip. I mean, you rock with all crips. Don't mean you rock with all International all relations work the same way. This works the same. They gangs. They gangs. And Ukraine has been openly saying now, and again, we separating the Ukrainian people from the Ukrainian government. The Ukrainian government is one of the most corrupt governments in the in, in the world, like documented statistically. 
Y'all know mm-hmm. all of that. That y'all know. Y'all know that Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, that was Ukraine. <laughs> that was Ukraine. <laughs> that was Ukraine. And for y'all that don't really? know, Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son. You son, feel me? Remember yeah. when Trump was trying to use Hunter Biden? Joe mm-hmm. Biden's son yeah. against him in the election. He was trying to use shit that he got from Putin. Like, hey, I heard what you was doing in my, you know what I'm saying, my ex's, you know what I'm saying, house. We know what I know what you did. We, so he was literally trying to do that. Another comment I seen said that Putin loves to pop up right wing governments or right wing movements all around the world. It's a reason mm-hmm. why Putin and, and Putin and Trump was trying to be cool. Basically, cool. Yeah. yeah, they was trying to be slimes together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and that was because if you it, there, there, there are instances that Putin know that's going to be favorable for me. Period. Like, for example, the United Nations talking about they're going they, they're putting together this res, this resolution. If if I'd have said it once, I'd have said it a million times. United Nations is useless when it comes to imperialism doing what imperialism imperialists do. Hey, 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 because, you this? I think that NATO facilitates. With, with civility, imperialism most of the time. That's how I would argue. Like the the NATO is a cute, pretty, nice, soft power. I don't know if they debate soft power. That means that hey, I got this stick. If you don't want to comply, but listen, I'm gonna ask you nicely. But I will beat your ass if you don't comply. Soft yeah. power, you feel me? Like NATO yeah. really is like that. You know what I'm saying? NATO, bro. NATO is. Oh, let me pay pay me insurance. For you to be protected, extortion. Pay, pay me insurance for you to be protected. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't mm-hmm. need insurance. What if this happens? Oh, damn, that 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 vase broke. Well, if you pay me, your vases won't break. And if somebody break your vases, I'll pull up and make sure they don't do that. You just gotta, you know, what I'm saying, get. That's what NATO is. And, Some and you, real you, mob gangster shit, bro. It, it, and and that's why black people, when, when when we talking about, does this matter to us? Right, and y'all, because we know these are conversations that we didn't have in debate a lot. Bring it full circle. We we look we looking at imperialism, like happen, real time. You feel me? Real time, like imperialism as is, in this relationship with capitalism. Because I want I want to point this out, and I want to get y'all thoughts on this. We we doing the sanctions and shit, right? But they can literally cut Russia off global, like from all global markets, if they wanted to. If they wanted to, they can't they though because to. Russia is like the number four provider of oil globally. Uh, gas and I mean, uh, uh yeah, gas and shout out to $100 a barrel. So, yeah. when y'all ask the question, should we care about this? Does it matter? Yeah. Shit, do yeah. niggas care about how much gas costs? But yeah, also, I, see too, I seen this video. I want to say this, I'm gonna be simple. Let's also make sure we're thinking about the full spectrum of how this accounts for, and let's not just boil down. We should care about. What's going on in Ukraine and Russia because gas going up? Like, yeah. don't do that. Don't do like the white folks. Don't, don't do white supremacy tactics. Let me also remind you that it's not a corner of this earth of black people, not it. So it's black Ukrainians. I thought I'd just put that out there for free. Baby Oku said that in the comments. I didn't get a chance to slide on that at first, but I also got to recognize we have to recognize. I saw a reporter, I saw a journalist. Um, and I think who was that? Uh, AJ was talking about having being connected to independent journalists out there. I saw a black man out there in the streets making sure we got the end. Was, Talking similar, a little bit, a little bit more elevated than what we're talking about right now was definitely, but on scene had his uh his his camera out with his selfie stick, giving us live up to the minute, you know, discourse about what's happening. So be very clear about the fact that these issues won't miss you. Gas is gonna shoot up. Danielle said it's gonna be five dollars by the end of the week. I heard six to seven. Listen, I don't know what Danielle is, but 
I live in California, live in Los yeah. Angeles, so yeah, five dollar gas. We live. Is we already already there? I bought gas from fucking <laughs> thing in downtown LA yesterday, and my chest hurt. It hurt my yeah. heart. Right here, yeah, right fine. here. Now I live in the county yeah. of Orange. My gas is only sitting at I think right now four forty nine. I, I, I live in only 449. Man, I live in Oklahoma. I'm down south. Yeah. I walk goddamn the pay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not nah, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going front door for sure. Right. I mean, so and, and so the, and these are these are the reverberations of these things, right? But I, I think, um, and I want to get y'all thoughts on. I want to get y'all thoughts on this. Um, what's happening is similar to when people are experience or are like outwardly. Are experiencing the instances of violence in the United States, whether mm-hmm. it's like like to people of color, you know what I'm saying, to or what, what what happens at the border, you feel me? And it's just like a sit in, it's a spectator thing. You feel me? It's like the because of the powers that are at, at play, we should care, but then there's also this sense of nihilism because it's like, well, what the fuck can we do? What is right? nihilism? Yeah, that way. What is nihilism, bro? I mean, be real true. That's it, a word it, I it, have it, a trouble it, even defining it, myself now. To, to, I know to, what I it mean, is. To, I mean, I, I guess, I guess the way that I would explain it is like ultimate pessimism. You know what I'm saying? That level of like no faith, no belief in in any type of recourse, no like no um, expectation. Oh, basically, uh, nihilism, that's better way. So nihilism is basically the person like I don't care. I'm gonna die anyway. Exactly. Uh, right. I I anyway, people die every day. I don't care. Like, that's nihilism. <laughs> One thousand percent. Because I, I look at pessimism and nihilism as kind of degrees of each other. I think pessimism allows for you to not care about a specific thing. Like I'm pessimistic about, for example, the United States uh, and its ability to grapple with this racial and identity-based issues in a way that is meaningful and substantive for for marginalized perspectives and identities. I don't think they'll ever come to terms with white supremacy. I don't think they'll ever come to terms with settler colonialism. I think they'll ever come to terms with the ways that gender violence happens and plays and and the ways that all those intersect. I don't think it's happened. I'm pessimistic about that. However, within my pessimism, I still do things. I still function in the capacity and space Mm -hmm. to maintain and sustain space, compassion, community, investment in my people. I'm just pessimistic about that system. Nihilism is fucking awful. It's all none of it. It's worth. It's not worth building community. Is worthless, right? Engaging in outreach, doing all these things is nothing because things like capitalism always wiggle their way into them and blow them up anyway. This is why nonprofits don't work, right? So investing in, you know what I'm saying? Even uh, some of the fictions like menace to society type shit. Like you, like nihilism equals menace to society. Like it's all it's all for not. And so I look at it as just kind of like I said, a component of degrees of I don't care, (laughs) and I'm done, and I'm out. I mean, because because the I, I think I think what these things are examples of is how, like, as much as we look at like democracy as the saving grace of against imperialism and, and uh, uh, against fascism and that type of shit, like we see Ukraine. The, the the thing that people are like pushing about Ukraine is that oh, it's a European democracy and you know they they they've been having elections and and. One, we are. We already talk about how crooked they are, but at the same time, it, it, the, the power, the strength of any democracy comes down to the, it, the, its ability to be protected by its military. That make every democratic state a military state, mm-hmm. because if somebody pull up on you and say you come up off that, that don't, like voting ain't gonna save shit. <laughs> voting isn't going to save a thing. So I want to I, I want to double back to what you were saying though. Hold on, George. I yeah. want to double back when, yeah. when y'all were talking when y'all were talking about the distinction between when we look and when we see what's happening in, in the Middle East, 
and the and the, those deaths, mm-hmm. civilians, all lives don't matter, type shit, literally. Right? Like, nah. Yeah. Then we go to Ukraine. You feel me? Like there is a a, a yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I want, I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm gonna say this. There is a because of the propaganda associated with Russia. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it's all a military state. It's all a police state. Yeah, free all freedom is situated freedom. But, but yeah, you already know we ain't gonna do that. We already know that's that's another day. Yeah, having, all freedom having, is situated. They're having an <laughs> inside com- They're having an inside conversation. I'm sorry, we, Robert Byrd. It's just some debate right. shit. It's just some debate shit. If y'all feel left out, I, I also didn't debate for the University of Oklahoma. It just didn't. Yeah, that's how it is. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, hey, but, I mean, but, 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 that part. I'm being petty. It's cognitive dissonance. It's cognitive dissonance. Y'all already know. But, uh, but I mean, but so, so what we're talking about when we can look at, we can look at the people and see how those people are being victimized and, and, and kind of being put on that pedestal to see, look at what Putin is doing. Look at what he's doing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's our relationship with the comforts that American imperialism provides that mm-hmm. allows us to look at what's happening in the Middle East and be like, damn, that's fucked up. Insurgents. Cause it, it, my, my fault. Last thing I say, Cat Williams. Made a joke back in the day. Come on, genius. Come on, Cat Williams, genius. He said back in the day, like, what? How do you kill Mm -hmm. normal people in flip flops and sweatpants? Come on, justify it. You call them insurgents. Come on, you call them terrorists. You label them a threat to justify annihilating. Go ahead. I'm on mute. One thousand, and I, I, I ain't never met any. I, I've never looked up insurgency on a map. I never, I don't even know where to locate it. They're not. These are these are fiction, these are caricatures we make up to justify the things that we do. I will say, right, and here's some more vocabulary for you. For you, since you know we have our debate grounds that we have, here's some debate vocabulary for you. It is infinitely regressive mm-hmm. to sit up here and try to have a a. A pissing, not even, I wouldn't call it a pissing contest. I'll just say it's infinitely regressive to try to try to compare the worst imperialists. Russia mm-hmm. is imperialist. The United States mm-hmm. is super imperialist. All of those things are wrong. All of those things are yeah. bad. Trying to reconcile them, try to justify one thing or another. Like all of it is bad. So let's not forget about the power or about the engine that powers a lot of what is given legitimacy or getting credibility. When it's all said and done, it is always an agenda. Of imperialism, it's always a gender, uh, an agenda of settlerism. It's always an agenda of racialized violence. These are all there's, mm-hmm. there's always an agenda of marginalization, right? And so, in the same mm-hmm. ways that we need to be, and I made this this kind of connection to the class I was talking about earlier, sympathetic to the intricacies of what's happening in places like Palestine or with Palestinians and Israelis, is the same way we have to kind of use those same filters and lenses to understand the intricacies, the stickiness, the uh, the top level agendas of what is happening. In the region of Ukraine uh, uh, and its relationship and juxtaposition to Russia, right? Still need to have that same critical thinking to understand, like the the bigger puppeteering that is at play as we see how these a lot of these these, these issues and this violence is playing out. You need that same thinking, Captain. Yeah. And listen, I apologize to anybody this might offend, but me being <laughs> me and how I think, I think it's real, real crazy that internationally niggas get pathologize for black on black crime all the time whether we talking about bloods and crips or we talking about goddamn james cone or whatever that dude named the 
that, that was doing the invisible children. You see what I'm saying? Y'all peak game. There are two things that's different. We see the first thing is different on how we think about the humanity of Ukrainians compared to like Palestinians or Somalians. The second mm-hmm. thing we see that's different is that whenever white people have beefs amongst each other, it's never devolved into just some uncivilized white on white crime. It's seen mm-hmm. what's going on with Russia and Ukraine is seen as a civilized conflict within international relations. Mm-hmm. They're not seen as being savages. As a matter of fact, no one in the world would say, well, because the Russians is fucking over the Ukrainians, I get to fuck over the Ukrainians too. They're yeah. literally only the Russians have that idea mainly, and they allies of the Ukrainians. We see that everybody's not buying into that idea. It's something insidious about how black on black crime get bought into. Everybody mm-hmm. in the world literally buys into, hey man, if niggas enslave each other, we can enslave them too. If niggas mm-hmm. are corrupt to each other, we can be corrupt yeah. too. If mm-hmm. niggas steal from each other, we can steal from them too. There you go. Bond each other, we can bond <laughs> too. I think that that's there you go. You feel me? That's like wow. So that's how y'all really feel. And just keep that mind. Tomorrow, when you wake up and you watch CNN or Fox News, you Google what's happening in Somalia right now. Go Google what's happening in Syria. You feel right. me? Those right. people, it's, they don't look like they don't look like Ukrainians. I, I would. Like, we didn't just have. moved on. We didn't just like like think about it. Like what? How was how was Syria resolved? Niggas don't even know because it's like you feel me. And to be still think about it, it's like American government wasn't like oh my god. Israel, if you keep on doing those Palestinians like that, we're going to sanction you. We gave Israel money to do the shit to the Palestinians. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you get to see how allies and axes will be learned in World War One. But, but we War can't II. move off this though real quick, George. We can't Ain't move no right off around. that. We yeah. can't move off that. Because all of the outrage associated with Donald Trump posturing for Israel, there's been nothing to double back on that since Biden has been president. There has been nothing to double back on that since Biden has been president. I ain't been a focus. I mean, there's been no level of importance, right? And so, I mean, when you have campaign conversations, you know, it's always, you know, you know, they should respect the two state option and all of this other shit, all that conversation. When it's when when you have no repercussions, mm-hmm. you can call those things out when it's no repercussions. Absolutely. But when it's when 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 you are responsible. When it's directly tied, when it's something that you could do about it, nah, you leave that alone because it's these people over here we got to deal with. And and and, and I'm, I'm gonna be more clear about this inside, um, this inside debate joint. Um, democracy, uh, one of the what, what, when was this like 2013, 2012? Toya George, democracy promotion was the topic. Uh, that would have been 2000. That was my last season. <clears throat> Getting old. Graduated in 2012, so that would have been. The that was 2012, of right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I got it right. 2012, yeah. yeah. Like that. Uh, so uh, it was, it was, it was democracy promotion to democracy you know, assistance to Bahrain, mm-hmm. Syria, Egypt, Yemen, Libya, the Arab Spring, Bahrain, and Bahrain. Yeah, yeah, five topic areas. Right. Those were the topic areas. Okay. The argument that we made at that time specifically was the focus on democracy over there masks the lack of that shit here. Facts. The ways in which... Go ahead, tell you. The, the one phrase I use to explain this idea is that we cannot export the dream of democracy without confronting the reality of democracy. How is it that we send democracy to someplace else when we've never experienced it or actualized it for ourselves? How do you send something you don't know what it looked like? Oh, I'm going to send you, I'm going to bake you a cake and send it, but you never sat in the kitchen and dealt with a stove in your life. What are you talking about? 
There is zero correlation. That's, that's literally like you having a bullshit ass daddy. Your Come daddy on. bullshit as hell, trifling as Come hell. On. He don't care about you. He don't love you. He talking about transporting being a good daddy to a different household. Like, nigga, how you going to be a good daddy to that household? You ain't the daddy over here. How you going to promise them democracy? We ain't got democracy here. It's funny that all three of us debated with different people this year, but we all had the same argument one way or another. <laughs> I mean, she broke it down with literally say simple. Focus over there, mask over here. What this means is that the democracy is rigged. In order for you to unrig oh, the baby's rig, in order to unrig the baby, we gotta unrig democracy. That's literally the argument we used to make. Like, hey, yeah, this should rig. So we see now with All Ukraine right. and Russia, it's rig. It's rig. All right. Uh now we said we was gonna keep this, we was gonna keep this a short one. And I think George was right when he was like, uh, man, this is gonna take up the whole shit. So yeah, we, 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 we yeah, we approach it, we approaching the 48, 48 minute mark, but I do want to, uh, before I let y'all say um, y'all piece on it, anything else, any uh, additional things y'all want to add, I want to say this, uh, just because I want to make sure we we don't leave without answering this question. Because I feel like we answered it, but I, I there's, a, there's another way I want to explain this, okay? The black community is American. Whatever happened to America happened to the black community, right? That we can't as much as we want to be the like we talk about black dollars and black bit, like all of that shit. Yeah, that's the we say that shit. We're gonna be I collateral damage to some American mm -hmm. shit. The inner cities, right. the school of niggas, those gonna be the spots they probably want to hit. You feel me? So think about the disproportionate ways in which people of color, specifically black people, are gonna be impacted. Now, let me be clear too. Black people can also get caught up in and be pushers of imperialist propaganda. <laughs> yes. It's very easy. Yeah. And, and that's because as much as we consider ourselves separate, we America. We here. We so pay taxes that that for the shit, American government. That propaganda is a part of how we've been socialized. Mm -hmm. And so when this we, country. When we talking about our issue with the police, and their ability to like uh, how they just shot that young man just by kicking that door in. Oh, you pulled a gun. I shot you. It was justified. People don't people. Uh, there are no repercussions. It's the same. Like what, what you see with Russia and Ukraine. It's the same thing on, on a global scale. It's that power. It's that uh, it's that influence that the ability mm -hmm. to be able to impose violence when when they deem it necessary. And because they are in control, suffer no repercussions from it. It's about maintaining that control. And what, what we need to understand is that this is, and this is what, this is where Whoopi needs to pull out that statement. And, and, mm -hmm. and I don't, and this is not to be insensitive to what, to, to the people of Ukraine, because again, we're talking about how, what these governments are doing and how they end up as collateral damage, but this is why I don't like violence. This is why I don't like violence. This, this is, is why I don't like violence. Like violence. Right. And the last thing we need to do is pick sides on why I don't like violence. Just understand the ways that we are used and manipulated to push they shit. They propaganda, they understand, and all of that shit. You feel me? So that's how black people need or, or, or understand how that shit impact us. Don't be a propagandist. Don't get yourself caught up in some shit that don't benefit you. Make sure you understand that ain't no enemy of my enemy is a friend. That's them. Yeah. They own that. That's them, that's them, them politics, that ideology. Yeah. Oh, God. Toy, uh, I oh oh, are we giving closing thoughts about this topic or about the show? We're we're closing out the show. What are we doing right now? Uh, 
uh, this topic because you go. My wife talked about this topic. Yeah. To be clear, I want to um, answer a. Uh, and then Robin is saying we're getting reported for comments. So y'all just flood the comments with other stuff. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't know how to fix these problems. People gonna hate potatoes gonna potate. Exactly. Showing us love, Robin. You you a real one for, for even kind of sticking through and dealing with And we ain't even talking about race like that. Like we kind of like implying it, but we talk about imperialism, capitalism, that type of shit. Like, international on, politics. Bro. We're literally talking about international politics, dog. One of the things, the only thing I want to clarify before I throw it back over to or throw it over to Lee. Is Andy Peasy is is saying what other choices are there other than democracy or dictatorship? That's what I'm speaking about. Um, I think there was another comment about the fact that there are other uh, democracies around the world outside of the United States. Our beef is not with democracy. We would just like to experience the actualization of democracy. What does it look like uh, for fair representation? One of the largest political issues we have in this country related to democracy is voting rights and the Voting Rights Act. But it gets pushed to the bottom of the list of things that we're reconciling that we still need to deal with because these are big issues that affect every single state in this country and some as simple as voting that is the simplest way to demonstrate democracy and embody it and we can't even fix that so our argument is not that democracy is bad it is good the notions and logics of democracy are very much tribal they connect to us as african people and africans right there was a system and a structure that had leaders that had caste systems but also had the component of a tribal element that allowed for people to participate to engage and to allow for the sharing of thoughts perspectives and ideas that made our people stronger so democracy is not bad and not unfamiliar we are simply saying that in the uh, quest for the perfection of democracy, we ought not forget that we have not experienced yeah. democracy. So how dare you attempt to project or to export said democracy? That's not, we, we make corn, we make tobacco, we make a lot of shit in this country. One of the things we do not make and are not in the position to share with other people, other countries, is democracy. We don't make that here. And that's just the sad reality of it. So we're not opting into dictatorship. That's not an option for us either. But 1,000%. We got to be rooted in in, in, in yeah. pursuit of Keep up that fight. Yeah, and, and the last thing I say is that our beef is really with um, uh, with the hegemonic nature of American democracy. We recognize that from an international standpoint, especially in Western Western countries, most of those other other democratic nations are trying to mirror the hegemonic nature of American democracy. What we're acknowledging is that when we transport democracy abroad from America. It already come disen like already come disengaged and broken because like hey native people black people trans people women children disabled people poor people are all people in America that are still waiting to get that American that democracy they promised so what does it mean for America to transport democracy internationally and they mm -hmm. haven't given it to their citizens that's what our beef is with. It's not into we recognize democracy is not a, a European you know what I'm saying uh, uh, invention. We recognize that democracy existed before Europeans. So we're not giving them more credit than they deserve. But what we are acknowledging is the uniqueness of the nuance of American hegemony and how it is transported to other countries and how niggas uniquely are literally messed over and being like, hey, now, all here's the angle. Matter. But here's, no, no, hold on, hold on. here's the angle in it. They'll tell you that America and white people did create democracy, yo. That's what they would have you believe. So, with that being said, man, that point, is, point out. Also, can I put can I put yeah. on one last thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot yeah, of the yeah. justifications for the United States getting itself and sticking itself out there in this whole democracy conversations is because other countries are committing these human rights violations. You realize a lot of that rhetoric, the way that you treat people, the way that you are behaving toward innocent people and civilians is something that we can't put up with. They say the same rhetoric when we talk about our relationship to China you, and the Uyghur Muslims. Right. And so on and so forth. Ooh, Very ironic yeah. that we don't talk about our own 
human rights violations issues mm-hmm. that exist. I, mean, I always find it weird that the United States is like you're bad on the human rights tip. What are you? What are you? What are you doing in the United States? What are y'all doing about them Uyghurs though? So this is the confusion that I'm talking about and that we're talking about when we say you were just in, you don't have the receipts, baby. You don't have the range to talk mm. about some democracy. Like, what do, what, do, what do you mean in terms of policing and keeping and towing the line and keeping people in line in that regard? Just just sit back, sit on your hands and learn something from some hey, that of these actually other countries that uh, Andy Peasy is talking about. That actually may be, we may be talking about democracy in next week's political job. I mean, maybe we should. We should. <laughs> I think we should literally like explore the archive of democracy the origin of democracy and how that shit then transcended throughout time. So we can literally separate it from white supremacy and recognize the unique ways and how it's been able to like, you feel me, create civilizations in like Africa, South America. What should black people's relationship to democracy be in the United States? Maybe democracy will work yeah. more meaningfully someplace else. What 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 should we think? How should we relate to? What are the barriers? Why are we saying, why are we saying we got an issue with democracy? What would, what would hey, make Hey, I'm letting you know, I'm, I timestamped the 54 minute mark. I think that we should, the, 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 we need a, the, we don't get no videos out with this one video about nah, Toya nah. the 54 more. No, I mean, to be for real, I didn't put out, I didn't put out none of, nothing on, nothing on this topic just because like, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to get, get my thoughts together and then have this conversation. Cause like I, I really don't like because it's it's a, it's a lot of oh Ukraine and it's it's a, you know what I mean like instant knee jerk knee jerk reactions yeah, yeah. And, and and this is and, and this is what George because George is kind of like you know what I'm saying he's trying to because we 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 are building brands and George is the, the, was the first one to do it so we like he he speak on what he see and he's saying Damo nigga you the political plug I ain't seen no videos you know what I mean you talk Ukraine you been invaded what's up. And I had to tell him, I'm like, bro, like I, I cannot just say shit. I cannot pick up a camera. That for me and him just different. Talk, talk. Give conscious me a mic. You don't let that shit fly on God. Give me some attention. Nah, nah, see, nah, see, put me on stage. Put that. See, that's different though. But I'm talking about when, when it's when it's up to me, and I'm like, all right, I'm about to, I'm about to make I'm about to get in front of this motherfucker. No, my phone broke. Shit. But uh, phone, I'm about to get in front of my kids ain't around. My kids can be around. It's on my mind right now. I got an itching feeling that I got to say some shit. I feel like, yeah. And you yeah, know what? If I piss them wrong, I apologize and I say I was wrong later words. But right now, yeah. it's in my heart. Yeah, I'm the type of mm-hmm. I'm the type of nigga. I gotta like I gotta read as much before I because if, if it's anything and any gaps in my knowledge, I gotta fill them before. And so I and so I'm glad I was able to, you know what I'm saying, get it get this off. And it's gonna be more conversations because this is something that's that's gonna continue. So um with that being said. So you go ahead and close it out. I mean, listen, I'm going to close it out real simple, real plain, the same way I kind of started us off. We got big business on Saturday, baby. We're going down. If y'all didn't know, if y'all missed the big announcement, we will be uh, participating in the NCAA. I keep saying NCAA. <laughs> NCAA. <laughs> I keep doing it. Hey, I did that throughout all of college. No doubt. Okay. Listen. I did that throughout all of college. I say NCAA. <laughs> NCAA. Oh, shit. I'm going to go back in time and tell y'all. We... Are participating in the NAACP live experience that is happening at the 53rd annual NAACP Image Awards that is happening this weekend, February 26th on Saturday, four o'clock Pacific. We need y'all here. So if that's five o'clock, if you in the mountains, six o'clock, if you in Central Time, uh, uh, seven o'clock, if you on the East Coast, we need y'all tapped in on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, wherever you're international. You gotta just go through the thing. I'm sorry, my it's our international peeps. We saw we ain't got the c- yeah. conversions off top of the head, but no, then we go to Google and figure no. out what you feel me. Uh, 
8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time mean for your time zone? I do know we got people in Sweden. I know we got people in South Africa. I know we got people in the UK. I know people got people in Canada. I see mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand. Shout out 10%. to everybody worldwide that watch Top of Ten percent of our listeners don't even come from the United States. So shout out to y'all because yeah. we with some international vibes going on right now. But I need you. We were we in like thirteen countries. Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Wherever yeah. you are, this is a big opportunity for us. If you love us like you say you love us, if you rock with us like you say you rock, we need y'all to pull up. At the 53rd annual NAACP Image Awards, we are doing the third annual Chop Up Show Black History Awards. Black We're going to be covering yes. topics and giving our nominees for categories like uh, Rest in Power. So, you know, we lose important and crucial people to the culture every single year. We're going to make sure we acknowledge some of those folks. Uh, We're going to get looks, the award. We're going to get the Legacy nominee. Award for uh, somebody who you know has just been out here for a long time, who we think is somebody in their field and their lane, just really killing stuff that we want to tip our hat to. Uh, the Youngin Award, so newcomers on the scene, people we see moving and shaking that we feel like we want to give some love and respect to for whatever reason. Uh, right, right, right. History first loves, so a chance to talk about you know and reflect on some of our heroes and think about some of the people who have come to us in the past year and been inspiring and encouraging us with the things that we know about what they've done. Uh, we're gonna talk about some of our favorite LGB icons, uh, past, present. Uh, and really kind of make some connections with that. Uh, we're going to give a, this is one of my favorite ones, the We Love You But Pull It Together Award. We're going to give mm. that award this year to, to, to the niggas who. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough love award. We actually going to probably start calling it the, the uh, shit, the, the Kanye West Award. Um, my God. <laughs> yeah. <we> can, yeah. <laughs> uh, my God. So these, and, and then we're going to, we, you know, who knows? We can come up with some more topics. We want to hear from y'all in the comments. We want y'all to get y'all nominations together. So, Again, this Saturday, the third annual Black Chop Up Show Black History Month Awards is happening live. We're going to mm-hmm. be live on camera, looking good, on site, on location. We coming to California at the 53rd annual NAACP Image Awards at the and, NAACP Live Experience. And just stay tuned, though, because like, like, we going to be out here. We're going to be big kicking it. We may just fuck around, go live on Instagram, go live on TikTok, go live on something, man. Like we get we get the we're getting the band together. We're getting the band back together. Absolutely. <laughs> uh say sister soldier gonna be there. They trying to get all types of people uh, that are nominees to walk through and participate in our space or in the space we're gonna be in. It's a special space created for content creators, for individuals who are um, moving and shaking in these industries and pushing conversations for black business owners. So we really are a, a, a humble. To be invited to be a part of this situation, and y'all are gonna make it even more special, right? So, my own, we're, my we're gonna be, we're gonna be recording across the street from uh Jimmy Kimmel Live, actually. We're Absolutely. gonna be right across the street from Jimmy Kimmel Live. My humble, I don't ask y'all for a whole lot, I don't think I ask y'all for too much. Or nothing, it, a like, maybe a love, a share, a subscribe every now and again. That's all I ask for. This time, I just need, I just, I would love it if y'all pulled up on us and just had a good time with us on Saturday. Please, um, please, please thank y'all so much. And for the people who can't make it, make sure y'all watch it later. After that, and make sure y'all listen to it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Blog Talk Radio. Y'all know how this go. We find us, you find us everywhere. So just whatever you got to do, whenever you catch it, don't miss it. That's it. Put the intro, man. Get up out of here. Yeah, yeah. I don't like being rushed, bro. I'm sorry. We out. In the city, we gon' slide, bet I be there pronto Me, my guys, we really lie Lord, forgive me, pay my ties Please don't have me reach inside And that's in the console Keep the semi when I ride Little penny when I drive In the city, we gon'